Hey, good morning, people. Memphis Red. It is June the 28th on a Monday morning. Coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee, and Cooper Young. And we're out here on the steps, me and Thomas. And it's a beautiful morning, man. I mean, nice, fluffy clouds. They don't look like chemtrail. They look like the real deal. And, uh, man, I just saw my white butterfly circle around my head, swear to God. And we got dragonflies because we have tiger lilies coming up. And they're beautiful. And the azaleas are long gone. I mean, uh, Craig Myrtles, man, they're all bloomed out. We, we got a very pretty house, and I hate to say it's going on. It's going on the market. Yeah, we're getting divorced, man. The big D. My number two, I'm always looking for a next ex, Miss Higgs. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm teasing, man. There won't be a number three. <clears throat> two strikes you out, son. That's what I believe. You know, these people to get married five times, yeah, please go get some go get some mental therapy, man, because you must be a glutton for punishment or you're a sadist. One of the two. So uh, it's all good. And me and Thomas are hanging out. I got my guitar out here, and I'm, you know, man, I got my little tune. I've been, my little tuna I've been working on, and I call it Hurricane. Well, actually, you know what? I, that was my working title, but now I'm going to call it Crying Time. And if you listen to any of my podcasts, man, back in the day when I used to run Hurricane, the kids were little. Argo Storm, you know, I worked a lot of Storm here in Memphis, man, because I was a lineman here for 19 years. And you get called out at 1 in the morning, you know, lightning, thunderstorm constantly, man, all the time. And I worked all the overtime I could, right, because I needed it. And back then it was time and a half. Now the good thing about nowadays is all my overtime when I go work hurricane is double time. So to give you an example, Hurricane Sandy, 124 an hour running a crew. That's right. That's right. So if you want a career, man, you know, uh, we need linemen. That's a fact. Uh, if you're not afraid of heights, and we work up to heights of 300 feet, I would say, well, my first tower that I got put on when I was a, a grunt, as they call us, first year, a gopher, grunt, whatever you shithead, that was what we were, you know, whatever you want. And nowadays here at Memphis, like as robbery, yeah, they can't uh, call them, even call them grunt, man. So it's pretty messed up. But, uh, because, well, some of them you can. The ones that take it right now, other ones, you know, man. They going off is on you and crybaby bullshit, and we don't do that, man. So I'm watching on Nathan get in his car right now. At least that's the name he goes by. Getting his little red car across the street at 1959, Oliver. <clears throat> Weird dude, man. Yeah, he said he works with AI over at the University of Memphis. You never see him. They're like ghosts. They don't ever come out of the house. I think he's from Texas. Yeah, he's probably associated with a goon squad or Trump. I don't know. I really don't give a shit. But a lot of strange things have been happening, man. And uh, strange to say, at least Jimmy Kimmel. Thank you, brother. And Jimmy, you know, sent me a thing on Twitter last week. Twitter, Twitter. Go figure. And it was about Trump. Had opened a file on him, man. Well, he did the same shit to me, Kimmel. Yes, sir. I cut down Donald Trump from day one, man. I'm sorry I'm guilty. And you know what? I followed Donald Trump for years. Now, here's the rub. Now, this is, I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm going to say things that they won't say on TV on your mass media because I have no filter. And look, free speech, right? I am a big believer in the Constitution. Now, right now, I have people hacking into my iPhone, into my wife's iPhone. That's right. They're actually both in my name. And I got them from Verizon, and their iPhone 7's brand new. They came brand new in the box, never used. Why, you ask? Well, think about it, people. Uh, I bought two of these brand new with T Terrible Mobile. You know, T Mobile Terrible, the T's for Terrible because we never could get a call out. But then, true enough, they were hacking those two. So we got these from Verizon. Now, whether you've got something going on with Donald Trump or you don't, or you've offended Governor Lee of Tennessee like I have, or offended Governor Abbott of Texas, as I called him a Neanderthal uh, on CNBC, 
via Twitter, and Joe, Joe, Joe Kernan called him a Neanderthal too, and that's where I got. I just I just picked up on Joe's cue, is what I did. And I love Kernan, man. He's he's a smart man. Look, you want to know about Mad Money? Fuck Kramer. I mean, he's a, he's like a monkey on a chain, man. And you know what? He's a minute, but he's bit. Look, I'm gonna give you a short run on who Kramer is. Guess who his idol is? Bernie Madoff. That's right. So you, you take it from there, if you will. Now, he had to pay off a bunch of people on a bogus real estate deal. And Kramer, I don't give a shit if he hears this. Kramer likes to think because he lives in Jersey. He knows the good fellas. I know plenty of good fellas, Kramer. So bring your pink fat ass on down south if you want to fuck with me, boy. You know, we, we, we use people like you for gator bait down here, man. I'll take you fishing in Florida. How about that? Yeah. I'll let you meet some good old boys that you fucked over and ruined their 401ks and, and they invested in your shitty stock market that's gone in the toilet lately because that's what you do. And you know what? I ain't afraid, man. You know what? What are you going to do? What are you going to do to me that ain't already been done to me, man? I've survived 7,000 volts. I survived a wreck on a Harley doing 65 that a woman hit me and I blam, 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 broke three ribs. Broke them too. <laughs> that was back in 05, man. You know, I survived Sandy, Katrina. We had a man get cut in half at Hurricane Sandy. That's right. And he wasn't on my crew, thank God, man. But he did. He got cut in half with a 35 line and got a loose from a, a hot phase, what we call it, hot energized line. And the boy was holding it with a hot stick. Now, you cannot glove 35 kV. That's too much. They don't have gloves for that. We can glove up to 13.4 thousand. So it's 13 kV, 13.4 to be exact. Now, who's counting on the .4, right? They, to give you an example, they used to use 5,000 volts to fry people in the electric chair. We work triple that, okay, in gloves. But now once it gets above 13.4, you have to stick it. And it's a long, it's called a hot stick. You know, hot, energized, you get it. Now, it got away. This is the story I was told, and if it was a lie, he told it. But he was a good man. His name was Glenn also. And he was a supervisor for Jersey Power. And he came up there and we were, I, was, I got fortunate, man. I got to work the, the Highlands, the Atlantic Highlands. I got to go in the house where Bruce Springsteen recorded Born, Born Run. Mike Harmon, shout out to you, my friend. I hadn't seen Mike in eight years, y'all. But Mike invited us in our home, man. We did him a solid. Uh, I was sitting out there waiting on a switching order. Mike walked up to me, he can verify this. And he's a good man. And he said, Glenn, man, uh, you know, he introduced himself. And I said, how you doing? And we'd been in Atlantic Highlands at that point, overlooking Sandy Hook. I could see the, the, the Freedom Towers are going up, man. And at the time, I think they'd already been up, but you know what I mean? They were, I could see them. And uh, we're just right across the river there, man. And it was beautiful. Mansions of glory is what they were. And Mike comes down, he's like, hey man, you gotta, I need to ask a favor. You know, and I said, sure, Mike, what's up? And he said, can I borrow a chainsaw? And he told me what the deal was. Man, he had a tree in front of his garage. He couldn't get his car out. I said, Mike, give me your address and I'll do you one better, man. And it was on Bonnie Lane. And I rode down there with my apprentice, Dan. Dan was a damn good apprentice, finest one I ever worked with. One of them. And a uh, smart fellow. And shout out to you, Dan, if you're still kicking, brother. And uh, I'm sure he's an apprentice my ass. He's, he's been a journeyman now for God. You know, I think he was in his last year of his friendship. So he's been a journeyman now for probably seven years. But we went in there, man, and we put a sling around the tree and we lifted up 30 as you please. Just like in your mother's arms, we set it to the side. Now, after that, Mike thanked us. He said, do you like Bruce Springsteen? I said, are you kidding me, man? I love the guy. And he invited us in, and we went in, man. And it was like being on hollow ground. You know what I mean? Now, he ain't God, but I'll tell you what. He's close to God. Bruce, Bruce prays, man. I do, too. You know, I tell you, I'm not wrapped into religion. I can't stand organized religion, but God all day long, baby. That's right. That's right. So, shout out to my friend. 
Mike Harmon and his beautiful wife. I think her name was Andrea, I'm pretty sure. And Mike gave me a bunch of memorabilia, man. I got sheet music, Bruce typed on. I got this, I got that. And I think Bruce is all, oh, he's a shit, man. And I love his wife, Patty. She's beautiful. And uh, you want to hear something that'll blow your hair back? Check out Bruce Springsteen live in Barcelona into the fire. Now, Patty is up front. And she's like doing this beckoning to Bruce, man. And she's an, I'm, she's got red hair. She's either Scottish or Irish. And maybe a little of both, <clears throat> you know. But she's beautiful, man. And her, she's got this angelic voice. And they have children together when they're grown. And I saw where Bruce's son became a firefighter here a few years back. Congrats, congrats. And I'm partial to firefighters and Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> so his son can do no wrong in mine. And who am I, right? But I love the boss, man. And my old man was a firefighter. He was a union firefighter for the city of Memphis, man. That's right. And uh, But anyway, yeah, we, we did that, man. And Mike broke out some guitars, and it was just, man, it was unreal. And I think I didn't play much that night, man. Dan played. I was exhausted to the point to, yeah, you know, when Sandy kicked, I was in Ohio, and we, we drove, man, all the way over. And, you know, Dan was a young man. You know, he was in his 20s, man, like mid-20s. Well, at that time, do the math. I'm 60 now, so eight years back, I'm 52, man. It's hard on 50-year-old man, you know? And I didn't feel like playing guitar that night, man. I kind of watched them, and uh, I think I picked one up and strummed a chord or two, man. But uh, anyway, I told you about my left hand, and I hate it. I hate it, man. It sucks, but I'm getting better and better, man. I'm still practicing. I didn't pick up a guitar for years, y'all, because when I got cooked, it burned out my media nerve, and my left hand almost lost it. And so I can't feel fret bars on a, on a neck on a guitar anymore, so I have to look, which sucks. Oh, there's my white butterfly. I've seen a lot of those lately, man. It's all good. That means spiritual enlightenment. Or the spirit of God, man. It's what I like to say. And the wind chimes are chiming, and there's my white butterfly, and I'm looking at Thomas. Man, that's beautiful. So anyway, uh, look, I'm trying to get back on my original uh, Twitter, y'all. It's MemphisRed61066, and I've opened up a temp site. And you know what? I may just keep it, man. And it's Memphis Red 7779. And the reason I say I'm going to keep it is because sevens. I like sevens better. You think about that other number. It's got three sixes in it. <laughs> you know? Hey, man, every little bit helps, right? That's right. So I'm going to keep those sevens, man. I, I roll with sevens, you know? And sevens are good luck, man. But let go figure. I got a boat that we built for Justin. Theo built it. It was lucky number 13, and I still got it. So it needs a little work. And uh, it's, it's, you know, wood boat, man, is a, a labor of love. Now, this is made out of fir and spruce, and we glassed it, and we gel-coated it, and it's perfect, man. And I love the thing. And at the, I lost Theo, man, Theo Devane. He was a net fisherman in the Gulf of Mexico forever. And I lost him to cancer, man. I did. Uh, back in 05, and it broke my heart. And he was a beautiful man. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to switch gears on you and tell you how vindictive, wicked a woman can be. I was just talking, speaking of wicked women, I was talking about manna here because we're going to get divorced, and it's the only way. And I'm, I'm done, man. She was trying to set my ass up. I think there's some stipulation with this whole bullshit thing that i got to go to court over about. Uh, it obviously, evidently, whatever the hell words you want to use. The crackhead told him that I pointed a gun at him. Well, I was looking at the video that manna did shoot. Now, she did do this for me. I know she has my back, but she's right now not right. She's, uh, she's not right. And we're working on it. She's got mental health issues, man, because she's schizophrenic and bipolar, and it runs in her family. It is rampant on her mother's side. Her uncle Johnny has bipolar. He takes meds. Her sister is crazy as a loon. She takes meds. She's been in Parkview, which is a nut house, 
and her mother was Looney Tunes, and her Aunt Anne that looks just like Stephanie is schizophrenic and has been for 31 years, so go figure. And her Aunt Anne was stricken at 53. Man, I just turned 53 this past April, man. And you know what was so weird, people? About to the date, man, it started getting strange. This year, man, that's right. Uh, it ain't a, that's right, because it ain't good. Is that's right. Now, it's, she's been acting squirrely for the last six months, man, and it's getting worse. And we're trying to get her some help, y'all. But anyway, let's get back to the good foot. Uh, you know, man, it was magical being in the Atlantic Highlands, and I stood on the very ground, Mike said. He said, man, this is where Born to Run. He, he told me, man, about times with Clarence Clemens, and I love Clarence, man. Oh, my God. He was the best saxophone player God ever created, man. In my, in my mind, he was. And if you watch this movie, man, it'll kind of touch on it. It's a trip. And whoever did this movie, it's kind of almost like a parody to Bruce's life, but it's, it's called Eddie and the Cruisers. Have you seen it? Well, you should, because they have a sax player. And, he, you know, and, and this, the story takes place where Eddie has a band in the 50s, man, and he's wanting to get into, you know, it's like, you know, keep away from a runaround suit. And I think it was the, Be uh, what is his name? Something Sawyer and the Beaver Brown Band did the soundtrack for this. And it's pretty awesome, man if you kind of like the doo-wop, uh, the Jersey Shore sound, and I do, man, I dig it. And there's a song called On the Dark Side, and it's pretty, it's pretty fucking awesome. And Michael Parr, I think is his name, plays Eddie, and uh, you'll, you'll dig it. And I did, man, I've got a copy of it. As a matter of fact, I bought it, man, for like $5.99 on Amazon, right, can't beat it. Um, but anyway, man, yeah, it kind of touches on, it. it's almost like it's Bruce's life, but in the movie, Eddie, and I, look, man, it tells me I'm like an old refrigerator, I can't keep nothing. <laughs> That's actually my saying. And Lima got all kind of sayings, man. <laughs> if you heard me tell her, she tried to bullshit me on something last week. I said, man, it don't shit me. I got a turd in every pocket. So, you know, that's the way it is, man. And Lima and her, we're all full of shit. And not, but in a good way. You know what I mean? I mean, we are, man. We just, we have a, we play, we work hard and we play hard, man. And when you, you know, a policeman, now I'm not taking nothing from cops or firefighters, although I do have a disdain view and a bad taste in my mouth right now with the cop because they just told, caused me to go to freaking jail. Yeah, get back to that. I cussed out a crackhead. That's what I did. And he's walking on my sidewalk. And this, the city ain't even thought about this. The city says the sidewalks are our property that we have to take care of. Why? Because the city of Memphis is messed up and it's cheap. And they redid the sewer out here, man, last year because of me. I jumped up and down nine times. But our basement floods every time it rains hard. And guess what? That didn't do shit. They fixed the damn sewer, but they didn't fix the storm drain, man. This house was built in 1922. The storm drains were put in in 1938 by a contractor named Mason. He's got his name. They put what they call a birthmark on it. And it's in front of my house, and it's also on Nelson, 1938. And now the city sent three crews out here to sanitize our basement, which makes them, that's admittance to guilt. And yes, I was going to, I thought about being a lawyer one time. My old man used to say, boy, you got a good mouthpiece on you. You ought to be an attorney. I said, no, Pops, you got to lie to be an attorney. You got to lie for a living. And he said, that's a good point, son. But anyway, I miss him, man. He was a good man. But yeah, a crackhead walked by after a guy sped down my street doing about 80 miles an hour. It pissed me off. And I watched him, and he just kept the hell going. And, you know, man, it made me mad and shit. And I called 911, and they came out. And an officer came out, an officer, and it was a female, black female with one year, and she's still a rookie. Officer Payne, P-A-Y-N-E. And when she got here, man, the first time I saw her, I said, Officer, I've got a pistol in my pocket. I got a pistol in my pocket, boys. I'm I'm Alabama. Mm -mm -mm. Damn right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we love 
Leonard Skinner in the South, you know we do. Hey man, I saw something disturbing, but look real quick, I'm gonna get off the crackhead thing. So the crackhead walks by my house, right? And I say, crackhead, it's because of you this kind of shit goes on. He went, fuck you. And I said, fuck with me, crackhead. And I'm looking where he's at, and I'm no more than 30 feet, maybe 40 feet from him. But look, man, that pistol is so small, even if I pointed, even if I did, which I didn't, it never left my pocket. And I was gonna tell you that Officer Payne, when she arrived the first time, I said, Officer Payne, I've got a 22 Magnum. It actually belongs to Mana. That's right, I bought it for her about 10, 11 years ago. So when I go to Storm, she's got something to protect herself with. It's a 22 Magnum. If you remember that idiot Roy, whatever his name, Alabama, that ran for a governor against Ivy and Ivy won. And Ivy's all right, man. She's, she's mama's good, and that's what they call her. My sister lives in Gulf Shores, man. And, uh, you know, like any politician, but she seems to be straight up good to go. And everybody down there loves Momo, Mimo. They call her Mimo off, off Big Bang. I think it's cool. But Crackhead, you know, I can, he couldn't have seen anything. And that was what the kicker was, man. So anyway, Crackhead says all this shit. And he, he, it takes his crackheaded brain a minute to register what I just said about fuck with me. And he turned around, and again, and this time he lunges at us, man. And he, this time he's got his foot on the sidewalk, which, but according to Strickland, belongs to me. And he's got a foot in my yard. And he, he's getting more aggressive as he smokes crack, because he's been on crack for eight years, man. They don't have any cars. They don't have lights. They, the house is disgusting. Natalie came over here, and well, they were, were talking in the driveway with Natalie Persons, the one with the AI queen next door. You see the hell I'm going through, man? They've been hacking in my phone with this damn AI shit from the military. If you read about it, Natalie Persons, University of Memphis, it all comes together. You'll see it. And they've been using us as guinea pigs for the, the Army, I mean, uh, the Navy and the, uh, and the Air Force. That's right. And they were trying to hack an iPhone. Why? Because if you remember five years ago, man, and I put all these pieces together because I'm as smart. I am a smart man. I, I, you know, I take pride in that. I don't have any problem with it. And uh, thank God I got a good brain pan on me. And my dad did too, man. There, he was going to go to intelligence in the Army. My mother doesn't even know about this, man. And he's, me and Pops used to talk when we cut grass. And he hated the Army, man. And I said, well, why'd you get, he said, well, they wanted to groom me and put me out somewhere north of Phoenix, uh, Arizona, somewhere in Mexico for intelligence section. Uh, well, why didn't you stay? And he said, so, son, I hated the army. I couldn't wait to get out. And I said, okay, Bob. And now he was sent over to Germany, Hamburg, Germany is where he did his tour because he was so damn smart and they did an IQ test on him. And I think he could type like 120 words a minute on one's underwood, underwood typewriter. He told me, he said, Bo, that's the only thing in my life I ever did worth the shit in school was take typing. And he was, he was brilliant. My old man was a good man. He was a, he was a Freemason. He's a Union firefighter. He was a Korean War vet, man. He still takes care of my mother after 29 years of being planted, man. And I go out and see him and take flowers to him every now and then, right? Because I have respect for the man, and I loved him. He taught me everything. I know he did beat the shit out of me. That's true. But I probably deserved it, man. I was Dennis and Menace. Whatever he told me not to do, Jack, I was going to do it. That's right. You know? He was a firefighter, man. One time he told me, Bo, don't you ever play with matches? Cause why? Because he had carried out burn-up kids, man. I remember him telling me how cruel the, it wasn't cruel, because he said, son, that's just part of the job. They harass you, they haze you. You know, when you're the new guy, the probie, they're going to fuck with you. And if you've ever watched Dennis Leary's Rescue Me, you'll see this, how they give the probies and them shit. Man, that's the way it is with line work, man, right? And if an old man, you say, if they don't mess with you, well, then you got issues, man. If they mess with you, that means they like you, and that is true. But... Uh, <laughs> look, we call them grunts, and uh, I just got off the tr Oh, I know what it was about the matches. So he told me, he said, don't you ever play with matches? Because his first job that he did, man, when he was a, when he was a probie in 1960 downtown on Front Street, the headquarters, they made a run. He said two little black kids got burned up in a fire. My daddy gave one of them mouth-to-mouth. -mouth. And when they got back to the firehouse, and my mother knows the story.
and Daddy said that one of the other firefighters, now you, now you got to picture this in your mind, my dad's like 23 at the time. And they said, hey, Gene, how them brownies taste? And my daddy said, what? And he had the, the kid's black lips stuck to his where he'd give mouth to mouth and his lid, skin of his lips had come off of my father's man. And he didn't know it. You know, that's, that's sad, man. Because, you know, I just think about that, man. And some little boy lost his life. My daddy was wearing his lips, right? So, anyway, I got to get happy. All right. Got a lot going on, man. A lot going on. So it's all good. And there's some more white butterflies, Thomas. And I saw a falcon this morning, man. Check this out. We have falcons in Cooper Young. It's so freaking cool, man. Because what they did, they put falcons downtown. This city has got some geniuses, let me tell you, about 20 years ago. And the thinking was that the falcons, when they brought them in, they would thin out the pigeon population. Because pigeons shit on everything, right? And there's a bunch of pigeons downtown Memphis, man. They're everywhere. I mean, they're like rats with wings, man. So that's where they are. So... But the Falcons, you know, they're not going to eat pigeon forever, right? And so they flew uh, due east about maybe three miles, and they got heaven out here, man. And they've made homes, and they're having baby falcons. And we got an army of falcons around here, and I love it, man, because they're so cool. they got a beautiful tail. They're aerodynamically designed by the Creator, man. God, that's right. And he is the Creator, man. I believe in that. You know, I believe in evolution, too. See, what, what they now, Red, wait a minute, you say. <laughs> you can tie all this together. Absolutely, man. You know? Yes, we came from a descendant of, of apes and that walked, you know, a little humped over. Kind of like Neanderthal uh, Abbott. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I ain't going to quit. And I don't mess with them anymore, man. But what do I care, right? And they got one life to live. And you know, if I don't get a new heart brisk, I ain't going to live that long. Because they did, man. They told me, oh, about the matches, man. Let me get back. So my old man, right, he cut the grass, and I was about seven, and he already told me, don't you ever play the matches. Man, I'm doing a recording here. Don't mess me up. And she just came out the door. And I'm saying, <laughs> she just gave me a shit look. I don't care. We're going we gonna to get through all this, man, and probably get divorced. But, you know, you, if you're going to do that, you do it amicably. You don't, you don't, you know, piss each other off and try to one-up each Because I did that before, man. I didn't do it. My Cruella did it. I told her, look, I'll give you 30000 to walk. And she didn't do it, man. And she took me to, I had to get a damn lawyer. And in the end, and she only got 12 grand. See, she's been better off taking the 30K and cutting and running. Because she didn't get the kids. I got the kids. Man, she didn't want them. Now, she can talk, talk all the fat shit she wants, like Booger used to say. But when I asked Carla in 05, I said, look, man, I want to take the kids to Florida and get the hell out of Memphis. And she said, well, as long as they're with you and your mother, I know they'll be okay. Now, that's what she said. And it may, I, God strike me dead if I'm lying. And on my father's grave. And if I say on my father's grave, you know it's the truth. You know, because I think so much of that man. And I love him. And I still take him flowers after 29 years. Let me let me say bye to more real quick, man. He's a buddy of mine. On life. Hey, man, y'all gone? Oh, yeah. Okay, I appreciate you, yeah? Right, yeah, tell country to holler at me. Yeah. All right, brother. All right. All right. I ran into more. He's a good lineman. And he, uh, yeah, country is a, a guy I came up with. And I want to talk to him. And, and Joe McElroy, if you're out there, you need to call me, man. It's not true. Whatever they told you, you know, these, these, these Trump goons are, are getting in touch with my friends, man. They're harassing me. See, in Trump's mind, he's still president. They think Joe is an illegitimate presidency. The Trump idiots that are eat up with this shit, as my old man used to say, eat up with the dumbass, they still think Joe is illegitimate. And they're waiting for the big takeover, as they say. I mean, it's the craziest shit I've ever seen, man. But anyway, the old man said, don't play with matches. And if you can't hear right now, these diesel trucks are cranking up and they're getting out of Dodge. Moore was looking at me kind of funny because I had the phone. He's like, yeah, so Mr. recording me. No, man. So he's a good man. And uh, 
that was a troubleshooter, I thought, earlier, but he's got his own pickup. Damn, I should have, you know, should have, would have, could have, man. I don't regret leaving the light company. I had 19 years in. But, uh, you know, I was playing with matches, and my old man comes up behind me, and he says, what are you doing, boy? And, of course, the classic answer, nothing. <laughs> and, man, he jerked me up by the, by the one arm as his running. He didn't pull my damn arm out of his socket and commenced to laying into me with that little belt. Now, a firefighter belt had three layers of leather, man. And he tagged my ass with that so many times. Man, I had welts on the back of my legs, y'all. Now, that was a regular thing for me from the age of seven to nine, man. I just got my ass tore up all the time. My sister used to say, I feel sorry for you. You know, and it, it was child abuse, I'm sure it was, but, you know, thinking about it, it was, man. But that's the way they did you back then, man. Spare the rod, spoil the child. And i got to be honest with you, uh, I didn't have disrespect for my elders, man. I think now if we could find some middle ground. You know, like in the presidency, like in Congress, find middle ground, man. Both people meet in the middle. Now, was it right to whip me? No. I never laid a hand on my kids, man, never. One time, my, my son tried me when he was about 16, and I put his ass up against the wall, and he didn't ever do that again. But other than that, um, and my mother was like, Glenn, I'm going to call the police on you. Like, oh, it's too bad you didn't feel that way when my dad used to beat the shit out of me. So anyway, man. He was all good. I love Pops. And, you know, I need to live long enough. He would eventually probably would apologize, man. So it's all good. And I uh, saw a good-looking Dodge truck drive by with a miss like a step side. It was maroon. I think the guy lives down the street. Good-looking truck. Anyway, man, I met all the grunts and the apprentices on this crew, and they all seemed good to go. And, uh, yeah, sinus problems here are bad, but you had to get to the point, man, that nothing thing. You, you didn't lie to my old man, and you didn't steal. And if you did either one of those, man, and you didn't backtalk them. You know, back talking, he, he used to call it chin music. <laughs> and say, hey, man, you need, hey, Bo, get over here and blah, blah, blah. And I would say, man, Pops, I, yeah, boy, cut out that chin music. Get your ass over it, like I told you. And that's just the way it was, man. It's all good, people. And this is crew, uh, look, uh, truck number 7138. Man, they did a good job, like ass and robbery. I called them like ass and robbery because they joined to my lawsuit when it was their damn fault I got cooked in the first place. And they took out $300,000 of my settlement money. When I got burnt to shit, it was their fault that it happened because they knew about the faulty puller. And they let me use it anyway. And they didn't have a one-shot on my circuit. And they covered it up. And Will didn't know about all this. Will, he let these boys get gone. These trucks are noisy. Can y'all hear that? They go. See you, pal. All right, man. And they got air conditioning trucks. You know, guess when they got air conditioning? The year I left. You know that was meant to be. Yeah, let's, let's, let's screw old Higgy. Let's screw old Higgy. That's what they used to call me, man. And it became Memphis Red and Katrina because, you know, linemen, when I travel, always called me Red, man. They just, they saw, back then my hair was red, and they, they just started calling, hey, Red, what's up, man? I just went with it. And linemen all have nicknames. And so, anyway, man. Uh, when I was in Katrina, Walker came up, Steve Walker, our superintendent. He was a great guy. I loved him. And he said, Red, we got a problem. We got another Red. And I said, yeah, well, he don't count. Who Where is he from? He said, he's from Ohio. And I said, well, if he's a Yankee, he really don't count, <laughs> especially from Ohio. You know, ain't nothing. Had two things on to come out of Ohio, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I told him, man, I said, well, Walker, it don't make a shit to me. He know my crew. He said, well, how about Memphis Red? And I said, that works, man. And so Memphis Red it was, but everybody just calls me Red, man, so there you go. But look, I'm going to get on off the air, man, and I hope to, uh, you know what, I'm thinking about just to keep doing it like I'm doing it, if you guys don't have a problem with it, because why do I need to go to a space and do all that shit, you know? Uh, you, you let me know, man, if I should. You know, if you enjoy these, I wish you'd write me some email. 
at memphisred61 at yahoo.com, and I'll be getting your emails. And uh, I want to say to you, man, you know, the wind chimes are getting it. It's a beautiful day outside, and we got things to do. We had a, a check from State Farm for 19000 well, 18100 to be honest with you. $18,099.76, that's what it was. They couldn't even go an extra 30 cents, right? And they charged me for ink. Morgan & Morgan, go figure. Charged me for ink. Charged me for a postage stamp. Typical lawyer, man. So anyway, but Alex did a good job. Alex Fisher is her name, and if you ever need help, Alex is good to go, man. She did a good job, and they sweated us out for three years. And it's a shame, man, because... It flooded our basement. It was a leaky pipe. I was covered. They did a shit job of drying it out, and it caused the mud all under my lake. But it's all good now. So we're all good, man. And we're gonna get back to it. And there's some people walking down the street. And this is they exercise a lot in Coupion. It's all good, man. So look, I'm gonna cut y'all loose. And as always, it's been real. I want you to spread that love and empathy all around, people. Tell somebody today you love them, man. All right, peace, y'all. We're gone. Memphis Red. <laughs>